every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout-out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I sat down and did a mastermind on fitness. What was it called? Since you can see the board. Fitness and how to achieve mm, your dream I like, physique. I like that. Today, for episode number 433, we are going to talk about why you will always get what you tolerate. So let's provide some context here. So... The analogy that I like to use for this is imagine someone is really, really overweight and they've been really having bad habits in the fitness arena. Let's say they're 300 pounds and I were to wave a magic wand and somehow take 50 pounds off of them. If their habits did not change, in other words, the habits, the daily actions, the things they think and do on a daily basis that brought the 300 pounds, if those things don't change in six to nine months or a year or two years, they're going to gain all that weight back. And so what Kevin and I really want to try to get across in this episode is, is you have a personal development set point in every single arena. And so if you've ever had a really challenging, intimate relationship and you never learned how to be vulnerable and have conversations that are challenging without losing your temper if you leave that relationship saying, oh, it was all that other person's fault, you're going to bring you with you to the next relationship. And that same challenge, that same personal development set point, that lack of self-development in this case, in this example, is going to come with you. A great example is, they, like you'll hear people say the financial thermostat. Right. That person's financial thermostat is set high. right? So if you're used to making, I mean, we don't even do like a salary. If you're used to making $25 an hour, anywhere from $25 to $28 an hour, that's where you land, like that's your thermostat. Anything below that is going to motivate you probably to make more money. If you were to take another job, you probably would not accept a job for anywhere less than that. Right. But that also means that that's probably somewhere in your comfort zone and you're not necessarily going to try to make $50 an hour. Right. And it's like that with most things. Like, and that's why this is about like what you tolerate, you will get more of. Mm. If you tolerate um, somebody who disrespects you in a relationship, that's, Yes, you can blame them. You can say, look, it's their fault. They treated me that way. Absolutely. But when you tolerate something, you allow it to happen. Right. And I think that's why people jump from, you know, toxic relationship to toxic relationship. It's not necessarily that you're coming in contact with somebody toxic. We all have come in contact with somebody who's toxic, but people who's thermostats or what they'll tolerate is, is low. Yeah. We'll if you have high it. standards of what you'll accept, right. I will not accept somebody talking to me that way. To you, it's not even an option. Mm. Where if you tolerate that, not only is it an option, it's a common choice. Right. Right? And I think a lot of people, I mean, and it goes throughout your entire life, really. What you tolerate at work, you will get. Yeah. And it's, it's that simple. Like, well, my boss, you know, he talks down to me. And I don't like that, but I don't have an option. You kind of do, though. Right. You either tolerate it or you stick up for yourself and maybe get another job. Right. Right? Like, there, there is an option here. I know it's not always easy. 
I understand it's not always easy, but you are tolerating something right now. What's an example where you've tolerated something? Two, two oh, questions. Boy. First question. What's something where you've tolerated it from yourself for too long and it was a low standard of some kind that really brought you negative results that eventually you said, all right, enough of this? Um, That's the first question. There's another one coming. I would say, and we've talked about this recently, but my effort in trying to grow this business mm-hmm. and, my, and my other business, right? Like, I think a lot, my, what I tolerated was the expectations that things would just kind of come to me. Right. Like, I'm a podcaster. People are just going to, like, start reaching out all the time and just give me their money. Well, it doesn't really work like that. Right. Right? So I had to raise my thermostat in terms of what I would allow and tolerate for myself. Like, I literally have three free calls scheduled this week or something. Yeah. And the last, I think, one or two clients I got felt kind of like luck. And I was, like, mad at myself. Like, you didn't get those clients. Like, you didn't proactively decide like I'm gonna go get a new client today it kind of like happened yeah so in my mind I was kind of a little angry at myself right because my thermostat is a lot higher now of what I I think I can do right it's like the old days with baseball where you just showed up yes. and were awesome instead Swing. of like choosing in advance to do something yeah. and then yeah what about okay so the second question is what have you tolerated from friends or family or intimate partners that now you have a higher standard and you would never tolerate that and here's the thing I want to say real quick before you answer sure, sure. If you allow people to walk on you, you will get walked on. It's very unfortunate that that's the case, but it's true. Yeah. So if you would tolerate people in your life saying negative things to you that, that really do hurt, and you never have the courage, here's an example that a lot of people can relate to. Let's say you're around family members who always kind of jab at you about little things that you're insecure about. If you don't have the courage to speak up and say, listen, that that really bothers me when you say that or when you do that, it'll keep happening. Not because that other person even wants to hurt you, but because they're not aware that it does hurt you, potentially. And so you'll always kind of get treated as such if you don't have the courage to really say, listen, like, I don't really appreciate that. I don't... And, And after you have the courage to say that, if it keeps happening, then you have a choice. Everything's a choice. You have a choice to either leave that relationship and not tolerate, not go in those rooms again, or you have the choice to tolerate it because it's not going to change. Yeah. Um, but second question was, what have you tolerated in your environment from other people that in hindsight with a higher set point you would no longer tolerate? I, tempers in relationships for sure. Like I've been in not screaming matches. I've been screamed at for sure in the past. Like for sure. And I don't, but that's what I tolerated. Right. Right. I tolerated that. It's not the first time it happened. I said, like, yo, this can't happen. I tolerated it. So when you tolerate something, it's more likely that it happens that again. it happens again. Right. Because right? there's so, no consequences. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of us. You guys listen to us enough. We want to talk to you. We want to know what you are going through in your life and how we can help you better. So if you reach out to myself at NeverQuitKid on Instagram or Alan at Lazarus 88 send us a message, video, audio, text, whatever it is. We just want to get to know you guys better. We want to hear from you. Also, if you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join hashtag hyperconscious 
Righteous Nation, when Kevin and I look back at the last three and a half years since starting the show, it's the people we met that made the biggest difference. At one point, Tiff and Amy were just people who were listening to this show who then got a part of this community. Do not underestimate the power of a like-minded growth community and what it can do for your life. You think we should stop blabbering now? Yes. Okay, we will get back into it, and we hope you will enjoy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Good. I have a great story about this. Great story. So... For those of you who know me on a personal level, when I was 17, 18, I worked at a gas station, okay? Back when I first started, this gas station was a great place to work. I worked there with all my friends from high school. Like, you know, it was good. It was really good. It was actually, like, quite enjoyable. Right. Like, you were hanging out with your friends, listening to music, pumping gas. Like, I remember easy. you, Caleb, Calvin. What's going on here? I remember that. Uh, just for those of you who don't know, the screen uh, here we behind go. us just changed. Oh, you got the remote right Sometimes next it Jeff's. I don't know what it is about it. But it really ripes my butt. Interesting. Yeah. Turn of phrase. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I first started at this gas station, it was it was cool. It was a great, good job, good high school job. Awesome. So, and this was like a very interesting time in my life, too, if you're listening to this. Like, I was the gas station guy of the town. Like, I worked at that gas station from, like, 16 until, I don't even know how old I was. I worked there for, like, a while. Like, a while. Like, I was scared that that was going to be my thing. While. But somebody ended, up, somebody ended up taking over the gas station. Somebody bought the gas station. And this guy was terrible. Terrible. So the way a gas station works is at the end of your shift, you have to cash out. So you've got to go read the numbers off the pumps, figures out how many gallons you distribute, distributed, you cash out your, your wad of cash, you cash out the credit card machine, all that stuff. You make sure the numbers are even. You should be even at the end of the day. Well... Anytime you weren't even, that money came straight out of your check. Actually, straight out of your cash, because he didn't even pay you in checks. It was like a cash thing. It was weird. But, like, number one, that's not legal. I don't think you can't just take somebody's money. Like, it doesn't work that way. Right. Especially when I don't know if it was my fault. Right. Like, what if the pump is off? Right. Right? Like, routinely, I would have money taken from me, like, week to week. Like, sometimes it was 10 bucks, sometimes it was like 60 bucks. Wow. And at this point, you're making $10 an hour. So, $400, $60 is, that's a large chunk of money. Yeah. Right? And huge percentage. Of I tolerated check. that because I didn't have an option. And you didn't think you had an option. Well, no. And yeah, this right. is where self-worth comes in. And I'm glad you told that story because if you're out there right now, okay, what's that gas station story in your life? Yeah. If you're out there listening, like, where are you tolerating something that, because in that scenario, let's say I, at that time, I was probably at WPI trying to get an internship. And I think at that time, I was most likely at, like, iRobot. And I remember I got my first high-paid internship. At the time, it was, like, 25 bucks an hour. And I remember at the time, I thought that was, like, a lot of money. I thought, I was like, wow, that's amazing. I was making more than all my friends, right? right? Um, other than my, I, I should say all my friends from home, okay? At WPI, there was certainly people in my life that made way more than that, coding and such. But... And here's a quick thing that I, I want to bring to the table as well. You get paid in proportion to the following three things. Number one, how needed is what you do. Number two, how good are you at doing it? And number three, how difficult would it be to replace you? And so at the time, Kevin probably didn't feel very valuable or valued. And so he was willing to tolerate scraps. Yep. And that sucks because where are you tolerating scraps in your life if you're out there listening? And what do you have to do to your own personal development to create more opportunities so that you don't have to tolerate that shit? Even worse, and the, 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 circle, uh, the story circles back, I 
was done, like sick of the job. I was like, well, this, I don't like this. This isn't, this isn't what I want to do. Um, and I ended up, was it, I don't remember exactly what I did. I don't remember how it worked, but I ended up telling this person, my boss, that I was looking for a job as a personal trainer. I just came up in casual conversation one day and I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a job as a personal trainer. Like that's something I've always been into. And he like, oh, he's like, oh, good, good for you, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day I got a call and I was fired. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I got fired from that job. And then I think I ended up, I ended up working for a hospital after that. For, um, Birmingham? No. no. Milford? Milford, yeah. I Cleaning? Milford. Cleaning and doing like floor stuff. Like we used to like strip and wax the floors. I actually enjoyed that. Third shift though was brutal. Absolutely yeah. brutal. But then after that I ended up becoming a personal trainer. Yeah. But like that's why I tolerated that for so long. And then when I decided I didn't want to tolerate it anymore, it actually got worse in a way, right? He was just like, well, see you later then. Like, he didn't even tell me. Do you think you would have left that job had you not got fired? I don't know. I don't know. Because sometimes I think that's a good analogy for life. Sometimes life comes and kicks oh, yeah. us out of our current circumstances, so then we're forced yeah. to leave. When the pain is good enough, you will change. And I know the episode we're trying to do is why you'll always get what you tolerate. But like, if you're at a job you hate, and you don't have the courage to leave, you will get that job more. Yeah. You're, you're it's the same with re- relationships to me deal. is the best example. Yeah. I always date this or that. Right. Right. You'll hear a woman say, like, I always, I always date douchebags. No, you meet them and you give them the opportunity and you tolerate them. I know. You wouldn't date them if you just decided not to. I know. It's that simple. You should decide in advance, too. That's I, why those lists... Yeah. Um, so Bianca and Emilia have a podcast called The Why Power Podcast. They did an episode on relationship standards that's so powerful. And they talked about the lists that they've created of what the musts, the must-nots, and the negotiables for their relationships. Mm-hmm. And again, that's what you'll tolerate. Must have these qualities. Must not have these qualities. These are negotiable. So it's like, okay, I'll tolerate these things. I will never tolerate these things. And they must have these things. If you're not clear on those standards and your own thermostat, you will quite literally allow almost anything. I remember early in my life, and I'll just be vulnerable here, if a girl was gorgeous and good in bed, I would tolerate almost anything else. And I just, if I could go back, I would say, listen, Alan, like, that's not all you can get in a relationship. That's not all the value a relationship can bring. And that, this is th- this doesn't is not to say my other intimate partners didn't have other qualities. They did. But it wasn't the qualities I was focused on. I was mostly focused on having a really gorgeous girlfriend who, you know, was good in bed. And I, I wish if I could go back, I would just, I would raise my own standards for myself and for what I was willing to tolerate. And I think that's, you know how I told you I did a, a coaching call with uh, the kids? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, Kevin and I did a, a summit, an online summit. Shout out to Jackie Bailey, who set this up, who, by the way, just invited me to a private Facebook group with, with everyone, Same. which is exciting because we get to network with all those awesome people. But Kevin and I gave away a free call to the kids who attended, and I was on the phone with a 7-year-old and an 11-year-old, and I realized that, first, first of all, the little girl, I asked her fears, and she was rattling off all these fears. And she was so cute. And then the 11-year-old boy, I asked him his fears. He's like, oh, I'm not scared of anything. And it's like definitely a masculine and feminine little dynamic there. But the point I'm trying to make is 
I think we're all kind of tolerating that which we're aware of. And so the, the kids opened my eyes to how low their awareness was because it's not often I talk to a seven-year-old. Yeah. And it made me realize, like, where am I a seven-year-old? Where am I an 11-year-old? Where am I tolerating things because my awareness is too low to know what's really possible? And so for those of you who have never been in really good shape, you probably don't know what you're missing. Yep. For those of you who have never been financially free, you probably don't know what you're missing. You and I kind of know how much better life is when you have a lot of money. And so even though we've been you know, on the entrepreneurial roller coaster, we still have always have that set point of like, I need to get back yeah. to that level of financial freedom. And we're still elevating to that. But for those of you who have never experienced it, like imagine Kevin at the gas station. Like what would you tell him about setting a higher set point? I don't know because my skill set wasn't high enough to reflect it. If you tried to get through to him, let's say I'm him, like Kevin at the gas station, what would you say? I don't even know, man. I genuinely, I don't think I would have been receptive to anything. That's why it was so challenging coaching a seven-year-old and eleven-year-old because you have to go to what they're interested in. So the kid was asking me about how to build a computer in video games, and he wants to be a, a esports YouTuber. And I was like, "Yeah, that's awesome." I can only relate to the ex- like. It's almost like what did Kevin value? Easy. He valued easy. How do you how do you speak in terms that he might understand? It's so hard to go back there. To get him to see his own value and actually leave that shitty job. I don't know because in my mind it was security and I didn't have any other skills. You didn't think you had any other skills, but you did. I don't know what I had for a skill. That was my first job ever. So it was like that was my entry-level job and I didn't know. Right. Dude, I tolerated some, like when I was a busboy at the golf course and, and I was also a cart kid. Dude, at that time you don't think you're valuable. And you can kind of feel that you're being undervalued and manipulated, but you don't know what to do about it because in your head it's yeah. like, well, I need the money. It's the end of the world. It, right. It, it's just interesting. Just like in high school, everything feels like the end of the world. And I had my first car payment. Right. right? I bought my first car by, by myself. So I didn't you have locked yourself to help in. Me. Yeah, yeah. $215 a month for three years. Wow. Yeah, Mustang. Mustang. Are we going to get out of here? We, we don't we do. over on the clock. Oh, yet. wow. I didn't even know. My challenge know. to you, if you're watching this or listening to this, is figure out what are you tolerating? Health, wealth, and love. What are you tolerating in your relationships with your intimate partners, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, with your boss? What are you tolerating when it comes to finance? Right? And what are you toler- to- tolerating when it comes to your body? Like, are you the person who says, like, oh, I really wish I could, you know, I can't even climb the stairs before I'm out of breath? That You're tolerating that. You've accepted that. Right. In order to make a change, you have to first become aware that it's a problem, right. admit it to yourself, and then make that change. Then the last thing I would say here is if you don't believe you can make $20 an hour, you're going to accept 15 And don't let yourself not shoot for 20 because you don't know how yet. Go learn. Go learn how. Find someone who makes $20 an hour, elevate to that level, then go to 25 then 30 Then life is about growth. Try to – if you don't believe you can grow, you won't invest today. Uh, Mastermind. Speaking of growth. Speaking of growth. Every single Monday. Every Monday. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hyperconscious Podcast is going to bring you a live Zoom mastermind. So you just listen to one. Uh, this, that was the episode before this one. Next Monday, we are going to do the top 10 takeaways from 430 episodes of this podcast. We have had so many opportunities to not only interview amazing people, but to travel because of the podcast, having behind-the-scenes talks, Right? So it's not just going to be what we've learned from guests. It's going to be what we've learned from each other, from everything. Everything on this journey. Guys, 
we have thousands of hours of personal development at this point, and it's our goal to share with you the top 10 things that you can take away so you don't have to do the whole thing like we did. You're going to tolerate things that you shouldn't tolerate until you're aware of better. Let us teach you what we're now aware of that we at once had no idea. Also, if you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, we want you to join Hyperconscious Nation. It's right at the top. Also, we now are officially, as of tonight actually, opening the room for the mastermind a half an hour early so that people can connect with each other. Because again, in hindsight, and you've heard me say this before, it is the people we met that made the biggest difference. So come join a like-minded growth community who want to raise your awareness and help you elevate. It is amazing what can happen. Last thing I'll say is Kevin is giving free calls for anyone who wants to start a show, grow a show, monetize a show, start a podcast. Um, It's such a great way to impact more people, make more money, have a bigger, uh, better, more fulfilling life. Business coaching. So if you are intimidated by the idea of business or you're already deep in a business, two, two types of people. One, you have a business, cash flow is rolling. How do you make more money and help more people? If you want to start a business and you're intimidated, reach out on those half-hour calls. I don't sell, neither does Kevin. Our only goal is to change the trajectory of your life forever. I've, I kind of wish we had people come on here and just talk about how awesome those calls were. I've had major breakthroughs with people, even breakthroughs in my own life on those calls, just meeting new people, talking about things, shaking the snow globe. Like Conversations change lives. Join us for those. And um, you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on coaching. Yes. And you can click on Kevin or myself and uh, book a 30-minute call on our calendar. And we're also hammering podcasts. So if you're a podcaster, you want to have us on. We love being on other shows. One of our favorite things to do. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Up next, we are going to talk about how your thoughts actually create your reality. That is might be the most hyper-conscious title Ever. it could possibly be. But we are going to go deep into that. We hope you enjoyed. And we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper conscious.